everybody, and welcome to another episode of If You Don't Like That. We are going to talk some football. Yes, indeed. NFL training camps opening up. Thank goodness. But first, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing, locally owned for over 20 years. They have got a fix for you. They are awesome. They're available 20 20- Four, seven. So if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. Just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com and check out everything that they can do for you. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Again, that is N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. I look at the quarterback position a little bit differently. I know everyone likes to rank the quarterbacks one to 32. I think that's too difficult. I like to go in tiers, all right? Who's the top tier, the second tier, the third tier, and who's really at the bottom? I think if we're going to have this conversation and talk about the best quarterback in the National Football League, I think most would agree that it's Patrick Mahomes. Another way of asking that question, if you were a general manager and you had a football team that you were constructing and you could take any quarterback for many roster in the NFL to be your quarterback, who would you take? And I think unanimously, I think all 32 general managers would say Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs have the ball at the two and a half of the Raiders. Mahomes, McKinnon stationed to his right. Three tight ends, all tight triangle left side. Mahomes looks that way. Now moves to his left, holds the ball, holds it. Now he's going to shovel it late. He's got McKinnon. Touchdown, Kansas City on a basketball shovel pass. Straight ahead to the amazing Jarek McKinnon. Mahomes will be in the shotgun. McKinnon's the lone running back. 36-36 tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fade comeback. And the Chiefs have won this incredible divisional playoff game in overtime. That's the great Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. So if we can just, for sake of conversation, agree that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League. So I'm going to put him in his own tier, and then we're going to go to Tier 1B or Tier 2, however you want to characterize it. I'm very puzzled by those that think that Aaron Rodgers can't play football anymore based on what he did last year. I mean, in 2021, is the most viable player, right? He threw for over 4,000 yards. He had 37 touchdowns and four interceptions. The year before that, 4,300 yards, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. The year before that, 4,000 yards, 26 and four. The year before that, 4,400, 25 and only two interceptions. And because he had a bad year by his t- standards, now all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to play quarterback anymore. Uh, I I don't think so. Now, I'm not saying he's taking the Jets to the Super Bowl, but Aaron Rodgers, to me, and again, I'm not going by quarterback ranking, but I still have him second overall behind Patrick Mahomes. Okay, it's not like he forgot how to play football in one year. Who else am I going to put on that tier along with Aaron Rodgers? Well, to me, I got to put Joe Burrow right there with Aaron Rodgers. I think what Burrow has done early in his career, particularly after he blew out his knee, has been impressive to say the least. He's the real deal. Uh, He's only going to get better. 
He's already a top-tier 1A, 1B type of a quarterback. And I really can't find that many faults with his game. So for that reason, he's clearly in that tier. Who else is in that second tier with Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow? I'm going to say Josh Allen, although I was not very impressed with Josh Allen last year compared to the year before. All right. I thought he made too many mistakes. You know, the interceptions, a total of 14, but it's not the number. It's when they occurred. And, you know, he had the bad exchange at home against the Vikings, which lost the game when the Chiefs, or excuse me, when the uh, Vikings fell on the ball in the end zone, which was a, an amazing game. And then they won it in overtime. But I thought he made too many mistakes at very inopportune times. I thought the Bills as a whole were disappointing last year. Yeah, they had the uh, unfortunate circumstance with DeMar Hamlin, and I think that really sidetracked the year that they were on, but they did not get off to a great start last year, and I thought some of the losses that they had, you could put right on the shoulders of Josh Allen. If I were you know, running a football team, would I want him as my quarterback? Yes, clearly, I would want him as my quarterback, but, okay, he was not great last year, in my opinion. I thought he was very good, but I do believe overall he's very close to being a great quarterback, so he is in my second tier. Who else is in that second tier? I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. I think his growth has been very good. Uh, I would have no reservations at all about having him as the quarterback on my team. He threw for over 4,700 yards last year. 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I would like to see the touchdowns uh, grow a little bit. I think that number does need to increase, but there's really not too much about his game that I don't like. And I think he's only going to improve. All right? I think he's only going to improve. So to me, I'm looking at him as clearly a guy that is in my second tier with Aaron Rodgers, with Joe Burrow, with Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Now, this may surprise you a little bit, okay? I do not have Lamar Jackson in my second tier. And the reason for that is he has not been durable, okay? He has missed too many games in the last two years, and he also has not played well in the playoffs, So he's in my next tier. I I like Lamar Jackson. He is a former MVP. And yeah, he's really, really good. But you can't help a team if you're not on the field. So I would have no issues with him being the quarterback of my team. But I can't put him on that second tier. I just can't. I know a lot of people would have him on that second tier. He's right on the fringe. He's right on the fringe. So tier one, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Tier two, I've got Rodgers. I've got Burrow. I've got Allen. And I've got Herbert. There are a couple of guys that are knocking right on the door. Okay? They're knocking right on the door. And I cannot only go... By last year, I like to look at a two-year body of work. 
Because if I didn't, then I wouldn't have Aaron Rodgers where I have him. But I just can't discount, you know, his whole career based on what I saw last year. So let's now talk about Lamar Jackson. Last year, 2,200 yards through the air, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Of course, we know how dynamite of a runner he is. Ran for over 760 yards and three touchdowns. But again, playoffs and injuries have been an issue for me when I talk about Lamar Jackson. So I've got him in the next tier, okay? They signed Nelson Aguilar and Odell Beckham, all right? They used a first-round pick on wideout Zay Flowers. They appear to have a very good, I guess, skill set, if I can use that term, for Jackson to see if he can get back into the MVP conversation. He's talented enough. There is no doubt about that. I mean, he is really good. And if you don't acknowledge that he's really good, then I I don't think you really watch the National Football League very much. But he's not in my second tier. He's knocking on the doorstep of the second tier. All right, Jalen Hurts. You might say, wait a minute. What was it about him last year that you don't have him in your second tier? He's on the doorstep of my second tier. As a matter of fact, if you told me, Napes, you got to add one more quarterback to your second tier, I would take Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson. I think he's a better overall quarterback. Last year, 22 touchdowns, 3,700 yards. He made a big, big jump, won the NFC Championship. Of course, a lot of people in San Francisco feel that it was gift wrap, but they earned it throughout the regular season. They were the number one seed for a reason, and you just can't make believe that didn't happen. So Jalen Hurts is on the doorstep of Tier 2. And again, if you said, Napes, you, you need to add one more quarterback to that second tier, Jalen Hurts would be my guy. I'm a big fan of his. I, I think he is going to win multiple Super Bowls if, if he stays healthy. Here's another guy that made a big jump last year that I'm putting in that tier with those that I have just mentioned, and that is Trevor Lawrence, okay? Now, I know last year they were only a game over 500, but... He threw for, what, over 25 touchdowns, ran for five more, and the comeback win against the Chargers was unbelievable. The future for this young quarterback, who's only two years in, is very, very bright. And I've got him in that tier. All right, let's go to the third tier. Now, there are a lot of quarterbacks that you can put into this tier, okay? I'm going to start with a guy whose career has not been very good, but last year opened up my eyes and a lot of other eyes around the National Football League, and that was Geno Smith. 30 touchdowns, 4,200 yards. He was outstanding last year. Not a fan of his career, and I know that, you know, I'm kind of going back and forth here And I'm kind of contradicting myself that I don't like to look at just one year of a body of work, but his body of work last year was so good that I can't ignore it. So he's on that next stage. Kirk Cousins, 13 and four. He's in that next tier, 4,500 yards. The problem with Cousins are his playoff failures. Other than the win 
a couple of seasons ago at New Orleans. He's got very little to show in his postseason. So I have got to take Cousins. I can't put him in my second tier. He's in the third tier. Then I look at a quarterback like Tua. Tua last year, when he started, the Dolphins were undefeated. We know about his concussion issue. I can't predict the future any more than you can. What I do know is when Tua was on the field, the Miami Dolphins were electric. They were electric. And Tua looked not good. He looked great. So for that reason, I have got him on my next tier. All right? I got to have him up there. I really do. Here's somebody else I'm putting on that next tier. And again, I'm contradicting myself, but he was a rookie last year. Okay? And that's Brock Purdy. I mean, think about what he did. He was brilliant. Not not good. He was brilliant. Five games, 13 touchdowns, 1,374 yards. He got hurt in the playoffs. He went from third string to first string and is the number one quarterback on the 49ers depth chart. So I've got Purdy in that mix. All right, here's my next tier of quarterbacks. And by the way, I'm not going with all 32. I'm just giving you my top couple of tiers. All right, Dak Prescott. I don't think you win with Dak, but, you know, he's he's a very serviceable quarterback. Too many interceptions at inopportune times. He's in the middle of the road on quarterbacks. There are a lot of quarterbacks to me that are in the middle of the road. All right? Jared Goff, although he was very good last year, and by the way, okay, by the way, did take a team to the Super Bowl. So you might say I'm shortchanging him, but the last couple of years, I have to look at the total body of work. Again, I thought last year he had a very good year. He's in that category, okay? Uh, Daniel Jones, who had a very good year last year, is in that middle-of-the-road quarterback category. Matthew Stafford, I know he won a Super Bowl, but he had not won a playoff game before that. Awful last year, okay? Awful. We know about the injury. Awful. Ryan Tannehill is in that category. Jimmy Garoppolo is in that category. I mean, I would like to put Deshaun Watson up on the second tier, but he's been out of football too long. And what I saw last year, he still has a lot to prove to me. I think when you look at talent, Deshaun Watson would be in my second tier. But I got to go by the last couple of years in the body of work, and I, I just don't like what I saw. Who are the quarterbacks that I have near the bottom of the list? Well, I mean, I don't know who it would put Sam Darnold in anything other than the bottom tier. The 49ers are his third team. Mike White, who last year started a lot of games, he'd be there, but obviously it's Aaron Rodgers now. David Mills, Texans, bottom of my tier. Mayfield, Kenny Pickett, Jacoby Brissett, Mac Jones. Mac might be knocking on the door of the middle of the pack tier. He's right on there. But I haven't mentioned Russell Wilson yet, have I? And you know why? Last year was a nightmarish season for the Denver Broncos quarterback. He was awful. Looked like he had never played football before. People think that because Sean Payton is coming in, 
he's going to rescue Russell Wilson. I'm not one of them because I don't like the way Wilson was playing towards the end of his tenure in Seattle. So I'm not ready to put Russell Wilson and anything other than the bottom tier of quarterbacks in the National Football League. What do you think about the quarterback position? Do you like tiers or do you like to rank them? Again, I like tiers. All right, I like to put them in groups. Mahomes in one group, then the quarterbacks that I just mentioned. And even though I have Jalen Hurts on that outside of the second tier, he could be in that second tier. You could convince me, Napes, you're being too hard on Hurts. Not being hard on the guy. I love him. I wish he was the quarterback of the Giants. I think he's tremendous. And I think he's going to win at least one Super Bowl in his career. What do you think? Hit me up with an email, gnapier at gmail.com or Twitter at Grant Napier Show and tell me who you have as your top quarterbacks in the National Football League and what do you agree with me on and what do you disagree with me on? What Which quarterback did I make a mistake on? Do you think I'm too high still on Aaron Rodgers? I mean, again, I, I got to look at the last two to three years. The guy was great last year, not great, but it's not like he's forgotten how to play the game. So again, I'd love to hear from you again gnapier gmail.com at grant napier show on twitter as well for my preseason quarterback tiers it is now time for our crowd ultra q a just go to crowdultra.com and maybe i will answer your question on my next podcast well tim i hope you just listened to the entire podcast he wants to know my top three quarterbacks since i didn't list my top three i went in tiers uh i got patrick mahomes Number one, Aaron Rodgers, two, and Joe Burrow, three. Mish asks, who do you think makes the playoffs out of the Marlins, Reds, Giants, and Diamondbacks? I'm going to say the Giants. I like what they're doing. I really do. Justin asks, what's your take on St. Louis SC banning messy jerseys in their stadium supporter section? Justin, I don't know anything about this, so I'm not really sure what's going on with that. I don't know why... You could ban jerseys in a stadium for a sporting event. So you'd you'd have to elaborate on that. Alex wants to know, do you agree with Derrick Henry of the Titans that organizations don't care about the running back position? Well, that's a stupid comment. Of course they care about the running back position. But there's a hard cap, and with the way quarterbacks are being paid, well, it messes up the distribution of the total pie. I mean, that's just the way it is. Do they care? There's probably not an organization that cares more about the running back position than, than the Titans because Derrick Henry's pretty much been their offense. So, again, I, I don't I don't agree with that. Alex wants to know, have I ever seen Slam Ball, and will you watch it this Friday? I don't even know what Slam Ball is, so I guess the answer to that question is no. Ryan wants to know, would I have extended Tony Pollard's contract? I like Pollard. I mean, he is their cowbell or their bell cow, cowbell. He is their bell cow. And I, I, I think the guy's tremendous. So, yes, I would have. Corey wants to know, have I ever hit a hole-in-one? Only in putt-putt, my friend. Never in the real golf links. I've come very close, but no, I have not. Julian wants to know, am I surprised that Michael Irvin remains suspended for five months? Julian, I have a difficult time commenting on the incident that occurred in the hotel lobby of the Super Bowl, okay? I didn't hear it. 
I know that there were conflicting reports and it would be easy for me to pile on Irvin because of his past, but I'm not willing to do that here. I mean, he's been adamant that this is completely fabricated and there have been others that have agreed based on their experience of watching the alleged incident, albeit from a little bit of a distance. Hard for me to comment on that, okay? I do think that most companies, and I think it's very unfair, are so scared of lawsuits and sponsorships and things of that nature that they go absolutely overboard on some of these things. Again, I don't know what the real truth is with the situation that happened in that hotel lobby. So it's difficult for me to say. Colin wants to know, what's my take on the disabled player exemption in the NBA? I think it's good. I think they should have it. Ben asked if I understand the NBA second apron off-season rules. Not enough where I could explain it to you here. I've read it. It's rather complicated, like everything that's associated with the uh, NBA salary cap and the rules. So I, I did look at it. I, I would have a very challenging time explaining it on this format. Alan asked, am I a fan of the Kings signing Nerlens Noel? No, I am not. There's a reason why nobody wanted him. There's a reason why the Kings are a seventh team and the reason why he was available for only $3 million. Charlie asked, do I like watching the Premier Lacrosse League or National Lacrosse League more? I don't really watch either, Charlie. I do watch college lacrosse, but I don't really watch. If it's on TV and I'm flipping around, I'll I'll watch it for a little bit, but I prefer to watch college lacrosse, uh, particularly, you know, the Final Four on Memorial Day weekend. I always watch that. I think it's great. Steven wants to know, do I appreciate that Le'Veon Bell apologized to Steelers fans? I think anytime an individual makes an apology, if you think it's sincere, then they they should be applauded for it. All right, I wish it would have happened sooner, but better late than never. This is a rather odd question. Jackson, I don't know why you would ask me a question like this, but I'm going to answer it. If I go to a wedding, how much am I giving the couple? Well, why do I have to give them money? Where does it say I have to give them money? I mean... Can I get them a gift? Can I give them something of sentimental value? Maybe a painting? Something else? Why do I have to give them money? And also, how well do I know the couple? Also, what is my financial situation at the time? So I'm a little puzzled why you would ask that question, but I'm answering it. The, the, I don't have a set amount. And I also think it depends on the financial situation of the couple. You know, if they're millionaires, you know, me giving them $100 isn't going to really mean much to them. You know, if there are, if it's a young couple who have been struggling and are, you know, doing everything in their power to make ends meet, or even a a middle-aged couple, whatever the case may be, you know, maybe $100 or $200 is a huge deal to them. You know, but if I'm going to a wedding of a professional athlete, which I've done on many occasions, I'm not giving them money, right? The last thing they need is money. So I hope I answered your question. I hope I answered your question. Go to crowdultra.com. Maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Brent. 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 
Today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Restaurants. Hey, yes, indeed. Yes, yes, very soon at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. They have a phenomenal menu, prime seafood and steak. Again, that's Bennett'sRestaurants.com. And get down to Bennett's this weekend and enjoy their weekend brunch. All right, how about this? Vikings rookie, Jordan Addison, cited for going 140 miles per hour in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. Let me repeat that. He was going 140 on a freeway just out of St. Paul. All right? He was cited, but he was not arrested, which I find very odd. He was pulled over at just after 3 in the morning on I-94 in his Lamborghini. Now, I get the fact if you have a Lamborghini, you probably didn't get it to drive, you know, 65. I understand that. But 140? Really? In Minnesota, by the way, if you were cited for speeds in excess of 100, you can have your license revoked for at least six months. How about that? 140 miles per hour in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. Think about that for a minute. You know what I suggest for this young man is go over to Germany Take your car and go on the Autobahn if you want to go 140 miles per hour. No problem. Please have your seatbelt fastened and good luck. 140 miles per hour in a 55. Great way to start off your NFL career, young man. Great way. How about that? By the way, 21 years of age, he was the 23rd pick of the draft. Hey, I did stupid things when I was 21 too. I wasn't going 100. Well, first of all, I didn't have a car that could go 140 miles an hour, unless maybe I was going down the side of a mountain. But seriously, there's no choking matter. Don't be going 140 miles per hour on the highway for crying out loud. Come on now. And that's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend. Be safe. And we'll talk to you next week right here on If You Don't Like That. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.